Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 31-year-old Oregon resident, Lilla Sayer. It's not your typical MAGA supporter. As you guys can see from her photo, for those listening on the podcast, um, Sayer has blue hair. She has numerous facial piercings. And she's transgender. However, she's a big QAnon supporter, so she falsely believes this BS about Trump saving trafficked children. So she was a regular at pro-Trump rallies in Portland, and on January 6th, Sayer was seen on the Capitol grounds within the restricted area. She was with a mob of people near the Senate wing doors when they were breached for the second time. Now, I've shared this information with you guys before, but if you haven't seen it, this was the location of the very first breach of the Capitol. This is where Proud Boys member Dominic Pozzola allegedly, although we have it on video, smashed in a window. And then Trump's terrorists climbed through the windows and they kicked the Senate wing doors open from the inside. This isn't in dispute. The entire thing, like I said, is captured on video on the outside. We have video from other people on the inside. We have surveillance video from the Capitol itself. So sometime after that initial breach and wave of rioters flooded into the building, officers were able to resecure the doors. They moved large pieces of furniture in front of that door opening. And then there were just over a dozen officers who were standing guard. They were standing in front of the windows and behind the furniture. Well, according to the prosecutor, Sayer would have been able to see. She would have been within visual distance. And she would have seen a second mob attacking officers and forcing their way into the Capitol. As she was standing nearby, there were others in the mob who were throwing objects at the police. They jabbed at them and struck them with flagpoles and other items. And eventually, because they were so outnumbered by the mob, they were able to, the mob meaning, were able to overturn the furniture. They bulldozed their way through the police line. In addition to witnessing all of this and knowing that she was part of a violent siege and mob, Sayer would have heard the Capitol alarms blaring because there was someone standing near her and they were heard on video at this time saying, what's that ringing sound? And then other people around her were heard chanting and yelling things like, let us in. So Sayer knew she wasn't welcome in the building. She entered anyway, though. Uh, but she only remained in the building for six minutes. So um, after exiting, Sayer remained on the Capitol grounds. She stood watching the QAnon shaman who was yelling to the mob, quote, we have a 100 million patriots. We're not afraid to use our firearms. And quote, this is our 1776. So following the Capitol attack, Sayer retweeted misinformation about January 6th. More recently, like starting at the end of 2022 um, and then through the beginning of this year, Sayer shared conspiracies about the FBI and the election, like saying they were in on it, you know, just BS. She retweeted posts blaming the police for the violence at the Capitol and, of course, she retweeted stuff about Antifa that, you know, pretending that they were at the Capitol. And then just recently in March, she retweeted the bullshit propaganda video that Sucker Carlson used to trick his audience again. 
So Sayer was arrested on July 7th of 2022, and she was charged with entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, and parading or demonstrating in a capital. In January of 2023, Sayer pleaded guilty to the parading charge, so she was looking at up to six months in jail, five years of probation, and 5,000 in fines. But the government requested only 60 days of home detention, three years of probation, 60 hours of community service, and 500 in restitution. Sayer has no criminal history, but based on her recent tweets, she obviously is still deluding herself with conspiracy theories. You know, and it doesn't exactly scream regret. She's clearly still making excuses for her behavior and for the illegal actions of herself and others. So in court, she feigned remorse. She told the judge that she wishes she could take it back. Um, unfortunately, U.S. District Judge Dabney Friedrich presided over Sayer's case. So, you know, this judge would fall for just about anything. And although she told Sayer that her recent tweets were concerning, Friedrich refused to impose a legitimate sentence. The judge sentenced Sayer to only three years of probation, 200 hours of community service, and a $500 restitution fee. I get that this woman wasn't violent. She didn't vandalize anything. But she has shown no legitimate remorse for her actions. Quite the opposite, actually. You know, she's still playing the victim. She's still pretending that she and her fellow MAGA maniacs were the victims on January 6th. I mean, I guess we can only hope that she violates her probation, you know, in 2024 or sooner, um, because this sentence is just a joke, it, just like her QAnon fantasies. So anyway, guys, I will let you know if I hear any more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it with others. Please become a subscriber. Please donate if you possibly can, even if it's one time. Truly helps to keep the show going, and I appreciate it immensely. Love you all. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.